Hello and welcome to the Rewrite Your Story podcast. I'm your host, Emily Smith, and I am pumped to share my story with you and how I've used some incredibly powerful tools to rewrite my past, present, and future. And I'm here to share this with you so you too can see, know, and practice rewriting your own personal story and create the life you truly deserve and desire. So let's dive in and get started. Hello and welcome to episode four of the Rewrite Your Story podcast with me, Emily Smith. And in this episode, the title is What Other People Think of Me Matters. If that's a story that you tell yourself, whether you really think about it or not, it's one of the most common human concerns, and that's the thought of others. So that's what we're talking about this episode. And even if we pretend that we don't care what people think of us, no one is completely immune to the fear of judgment 100% of the time. So what can you do about it to stop it from impacting how you feel and what you do? This is something that I talk about with every single client of mine at some point, and also in my membership program, the Be Think Do Tribe, when we have our Q&As, pretty much every month there is a question that comes up that ultimately relates to how we're dealing with the thoughts of others. And with my one-to-one -one clients, when we're making decisions, and we talked about decision-making last week, quite often can, what can come up is worrying about what other people will think of our decisions. And so I did really quickly touch on this in the podcast last week when making decisions, but I want to dive deeper into that today. So I'm going to give you, first of all, a couple of examples that maybe you can, you can relate to in seeing the how worrying about what other people think of you is impacting how you feel and sometimes what you do, the actions that you take. So it might be simply as you're throwing a birthday party and you really want everything to be perfect and you get stressed out about that because deep down you're worried what people will think if the food is shit and people don't have a good time. Yeah, maybe you can relate to that in some way, shape or form. Or maybe you're driving to school pickup and you realize that you're still wearing your Ugg boots and you think, oh shit, what will people think of me rocking up in my Ugg boots? I've been there. I've had that thought. <laughs> and you know, there might even be a part of you that's defensive and think, I don't care what they think. But even by saying, I don't care what they think, you've had to go through the process of thinking about what other people think and realizing that they might have negative thoughts about you, if you can see that. Or perhaps another example is you might have been having a conversation with some people you don't know very well, or maybe some people you've just met. And in that conversation, you muddle up your words and and suddenly you're filled with worry or anxiety thinking, fuck, they must think I'm stupid and I don't know what I'm talking about, right? Or perhaps this shows up for you when you're tidying the house before people come over for a cuppa because you don't want them to think you're a slob. So I'm sure that some of these stories will resonate with you or they have brought up with you in your mind some stories of times where you have thought that the thoughts of others really matter to you and you've acted differently or felt differently because of it. So first of all, I want to answer the question, why do we actually care? Why do we actually care about this? Why do we care about the thoughts of others? So I want to go all the way back 
all the way back to our tribal days as humans, because you're still a human, right? And you come from people in their tribal days. And in those tribal days, what other people thought of us often meant life and death, right? If people thought that you were a witch, well, that meant death for you, right? So it was so important, life and death important. Further on from that in time, what others thought of us determined, you know, whether we married above or below our class, our social class, which would effectively determine how our entire life looks. So we've been ingrained in our genealogy and just in just being humans to believe that other people's thoughts can impact our lives. And even take a moment to just look back at your own upbringing, looking at the things that your mom or your dad or whoever raised you said you know did they did they say you can't go out wearing that what will people think did they ever say that to you and this is not an opportunity to blame right because we know that parents are always doing the best that they can with the the understandings and the resources that they currently have but you can see how in our own upbringing and from the generations before us the importance of what other people thought we can inherit this story And then in our lives, because we've inherited this story, we repeat this story, you know, often multiple times a day. And now, you know, we're not in tribes and and we don't have the same class system for marriage. So why do we still think the thoughts of others can impact us? Or why do we still let the thoughts of others impact us? So it comes down to this human need this really deep-rooted human need of acceptance. Acceptance. And seeking it from others is just the way that you might be currently wired to find that acceptance. But I want to challenge you to think today about self-acceptance and how you can have that deep-rooted need of acceptance within yourself without it being necessarily about what other people think of you. So I want you to think about this scenario and put yourself in these shoes. Say you are working in a job. You have a job and you know that you are good at your job. You get results and you know what you're doing. But then one day your boss tells you you're not up to standard. You're not doing good enough. You're not up to standard. Ouch, right? Now, if you're someone with a low level of self-acceptance, the fact that someone else has told you that you're not up to standard, that you're not doing your job good enough, if you have low self-acceptance, you're going to take their word for it, right? And you're probably going to behave maybe defensively or you might cower down and not do the things that you actually know or thought you knew you were good at. Whereas someone with a high level of self-acceptance would look at this conversation critically and want specific examples look at this thought as his or her opinion and then also back themselves while being open to some constructive feedback and I see this all the time in the workplace with with women working in jobs where they feel like they're not good enough because they're taking on the thoughts of others and what I'm going to help you to understand today is the thoughts of others are not your truth And the thoughts of anyone is not necessarily a fact. So you see, if we let other people determine our worth, we're giving away our own personal power. I once had a boss that was like this. That's part of the reason I brought up this story. I once had a boss that was like this. 
And I truly thought that what I was doing in my work was amazing. And a lot of people told me that what I was doing in my work was amazing. But this one person told me that I wasn't and it planted the seed of self-doubt. And because I started to take on his opinion as truth, instead of recognizing that his truth doesn't have to be my truth, it started to impact me. I gave away my personal power, but it doesn't need to be that way. So that's how these stories, this this idea or this story that what other people think of you matters, that's how it can negatively impact our lives, how it can negatively impact your life. So maybe you can think of a time where someone has thought something negative about you or had a judgment about you and you've taken that on board and how that's made you feel. But when you reflect on that now, was that actually true about you? Probably not. So here's what I want you to know about other people's thoughts. Three things I want you to know about other people's thoughts, followed by two things that you can do about it so it doesn't need to negatively impact your life. So the first thing I want you to know about other people's thoughts is that other people's thoughts are not true. They're simply a perception of their reality. I want to give an example of this. When I was in high school, I was quite skinny. I've never had any issues losing weight, but I've had issues putting on weight. And there were kids that called me Anna, Anna for anorexic, right? And that hurt because I felt like there was a truth in that, that I was really skinny. So maybe I was anorexic. So it hurt my feelings when people said that. But one day a boy called me and I even remember his name and his face, but I'm not going to bring that up on here. A boy that I went to school with called me a fat bitch. And do you know what? I laughed because it didn't impact me because I knew it wasn't true. He was calling me a fat bitch, but every other day he was calling me Anna for anorexic. So I knew that him saying the word fat was actually just to get a rise out of me and that it wasn't true. So if you know something deep down about yourself is not true, it doesn't need to impact you. Go back to that power of the mind episode. I think that was two episodes ago where you delete information based on what you're filtering for. Okay, that's what I talked about in episode two. And and I talked about your nose and how, you know, you delete your nose. You don't realize that it's right in your vision all of the time because our brains are so powerful, they delete information. So that's what's happening with everyone. Every single person in this world is deleting information, distorting information through their own filters. Okay, so when they have a thought about you or about anything, it is simply their perception through all of their filters. And that person might be really tired. That person might have a lot going on. That person might have had a really different upbringing to you and therefore have really different expectations. That person might have had completely different experiences to you and have a completely different filter of what's right, wrong, good, bad and what's expected. And so they've got these filters in front of them all of the time, just like you do. They've deleted all of the information that shows them just what they're filtering for. Like if you think about someone that goes looking for a fight, they find one, right? So you can't control what other people are filtering for. But what you can remind yourself is just because that's what they're filtering for, just because that's what they perceive to be true it doesn't actually mean that it's true. Okay, you might want to be taking notes about this to remind yourself. These are the things I remind myself almost daily. Number two, the second thing I want you to know about other people's thoughts is that 
they probably aren't thinking about you. When we assume that people have negative thoughts about us, half of the time, it's not the case at all. Because everyone is having these same self-acceptance battles in their mind, and they're probably too worried thinking about what others are thinking of them. You know, if you, you probably know someone who appears very confident, maybe you have a friend who appears very confident, but they're not actually that confident on the inside. What you actually see is a very small snippet of a person from their external actions. So remind yourself of that, that they're probably not even thinking about you. And if they are thinking about you, it's also unlikely that they're even thinking negative thoughts. So the third thing, though, if they are thinking negative thoughts about you, right, if someone is thinking a negative thought about you, the third thing I want you to know is that if people are judging you, then that's their shit. And you don't need to sit in their shit. Everyone has got their shit, their baggage that they carry around with them. And their shit, their baggage impacts their perception of reality, impacts their filters. So I want you to remind yourself, if people are judging you, that's their shit and you don't need to sit in their shit. This is something that I tell my clients. You've got your own shit, right? You've got your own shit. You don't need to take on theirs, but you also don't need to sit in your shit for too long. Literally all of your thoughts and their thoughts are filtered through your own experiences. And sometimes those experiences and those filters are shitty. So you've got your own shit to deal with. You don't need to take on theirs. Basically, if they're judging you, it's none of your business. It's actually completely a reflection of them and their shit. And you don't need to see it. You don't need to sit in it. Sometimes I like to imagine that. I'm like, oh, that's gross. I don't want to sit in their shit. <laughs> right? And that pulls me out, makes me laugh. And I'm able to let it go a little bit more quickly. So what, you can, you, what can you do about it? What can you do about this? I've given you some thoughts to think, some better stories to tell yourself, okay? So that's the first thing, is to start telling yourself better stories about the thoughts of others. Instead of telling yourself, oh, people are judging me, or what other people think of me matters, or what will they, what will they think of me? They must think I'm stupid. Instead of telling yourself those stories, tell yourself the stories that I've just given you on a silver platter that other people's thoughts aren't true. It's simply a perception of their reality, that people probably aren't even thinking about me, that if they're judging me, it's their shit and I don't want to sit in their shit. So start telling yourself those stories. Now, this is going to take practice. I talked about this in a previous episode. It takes practice. It takes effort to tell your brain, to remind your brain, hey, this is the new way we're thinking now. This way makes me feel better. So I am going to start thinking this way. And it, these other thoughts are still going to come up. I have been doing this self-acceptance work for quite a while now and I still have those thoughts come up about what other people think of me. Yes, that still happens. It's probably part of the reason it took me six months to start this podcast, right? So it's normal and human for you to have those thoughts, but it's what you then do with them and go, huh, no, I'm telling myself a different story now. I'm reminding myself of the stories that I know are going to lead me to feel good in myself, let go of what other people think and do what I feel is the right thing to do for me, for my life, for my family. So that's the first thing you can do about it is start telling yourself better stories. The second thing you can do is start practicing self-acceptance. 
Now there's, you know, the words self-love, body love, blah, 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 you know, all that's thrown around a lot at the moment. And self-acceptance ultimately comes from within. So it comes from your thoughts, but for some real tangible strategies, do things that you know you love for you and practice choosing to do those things, giving yourself permission to do the things that you know you love despite what other people may think. So maybe you love wearing your Ugg boots everywhere. Well, practice wearing them everywhere and challenging those thoughts around what other people are thinking. Do some things that are, are good for, for you in your own self-love and your own self-acceptance journey, like taking time out, giving yourself permission to meditate, giving yourself permission to take time out to go and do an exercise class, letting go of the guilt associated or that you may have once associated with taking time out away from your family. So practicing those things on a regular basis, if you can daily say to yourself, how can I choose to practice self-acceptance today? Then that's going to be extremely powerful. And it could be as simple as in the shower, as the shower is running, closing your eyes and saying, I love and accept myself. I love and accept myself just as I am as you're in the shower. So if you wake up every day and ask yourself that question, how can I choose to practice self-acceptance today? Then you're going to get the ball rolling. You're going to open your mind up to all the ways that you can practice that. And just know that part of self-acceptance is accepting that you're going to have those negative thoughts sometimes and that there's lessons in those. That's okay. You're human. It's normal. You're going to have some negative emotions sometimes. That's okay. You're human. It's normal. That's part of practicing self-acceptance too. So those are two ways, two things that you can do about it. And both of those things are extremely powerful and connected. And like I said, it takes practice. It takes time to get your brain on board thinking, oh, this is a better way. This makes me feel better. This gets me better results in my life. It helps me achieve the things I want because when I rewrite my story, I can rewrite my life. It's challenging, but it's worth the effort, you know, because even though now I still have times where I worry about what other people think of me, I don't get to the point where I, you know, replay conversations in my mind. You know how, you know, you cringe at a conversation. You're like, oh, why did I say that? I don't replay those conversations in my mind anymore. So I still have the negative thought, but I'm able to let go of it so much more quickly so that it doesn't overwhelm me, so that I'm not overthinking things so unnecessarily like I might have done in the past and like I know a lot of my clients do now and I know because of that, there'll be a lot of people listening to that who can completely resonate with that too. So I want to leave you today with a quote by Adyashanti. Thoughts in your head are really no different than the sound of a bird outside. It is just that you decide that they are more or less relevant. And the same can go for thoughts of others. The thoughts of others are no different to the sound of a bird outside but you get to decide whether their thoughts are more or less relevant. You get to choose what you do with those thoughts. So thank you for joining me today on the Rewrite Your Story podcast. Make sure to visit my free Facebook group, the Wonder Woman Mindset and Movement Squad, link in the show notes. 
where you can access loads of free resources. And while you're at it, if you found value in this podcast, please subscribe or follow and share with your friends. And if they'd love this show too, let them know. If you like this podcast, you might also want to check out my coaching services and my membership program by jumping onto my website, www.bethinkdocoaching.com. So be sure to tune in next week for my next episode. Thank you and peace out. Mm-hmm.